Welcome to this latest episode of Security in a Zero Trust World, powered by Unisys. I'm Steve Mullen. Over the past decade or so, we've seen an overwhelming trend of companies moving data to the cloud. Cloud-based information is convenient because it can be accessed from anywhere in the world. The problem is that data in the cloud presents its own unique set of security challenges. Our guest this week is here to talk about those challenges and some solutions as well. Steve Green is a cybersecurity architect for Unisys, who is based in Australia. Steve, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Steve. Great to be here on the show today. When most organizations migrate to the cloud, how does it impact their security and compliance posture? Do things get better or do they get worse? Obviously, in this day and age, moving to the cloud is seen as a no-brainer by many organizations today. And there's a lot of different options that provide flexibility and best-in-breed innovation, cost savings and simplification. And we know that you know, by moving to the cloud, you're going to get access to a lot of these innovative technologies at the touch of your fingers. And basically what that means is that you can spin up, spin down workloads very quickly, very rapidly, and you can achieve business outcomes at an incredible pace. What this is really facilitating is a really agile business model and aligning to a really productive um, and growth-oriented uh, business environment that we're in today. Now, when it comes to security, you've obviously got a lot of concern when it comes to dealing with these technologies because ultimately there's a lot of access given to a lot of different users in these environments. And this can be across different business units, across different technical teams within you know, an organization's uh, IT pillar. And what this really means is that to really get a handle on what's going on in cloud, it's going to take some new and modern approaches to really start to grasp what security means in this new world. One way you could really evolve and control the security environment is really by identifying, controlling, and reducing your attack surface. Now, you've really got to look at technologies in the industry that are proven to be unhackable and really apply technologies that um, are going to give you consistent compliance outcomes. What this really means is automation via APIs. Don't rely on people doing things manually. And by doing this, you can basically apply security controls at the point where you're deploying into the cloud. If you can do that, you're basically going to reduce the compliance activity burden on your teams when it comes to trying to comply with some of the modern frameworks that are out there today. Now, obviously, this doesn't take into account the legacy workloads that you might already have in that environment. There's a lot of capability when it comes to the cloud around API-driven access. So essentially, what you can do is leverage these API technologies to really do a bit of a pulse check as to what your current posture looks like and detect deviations. At Unisys, one way we've been helping clients do this is via our stealth platform, which basically provides a cloud-agnostic, coherent solution that can be deployed with your cloud workloads and provide you security within the stack. By leveraging an approach like this and baking in security into a cloud 
pattern-based approach via API, you're going to get these consistent compliant outcomes. And then the big thing as part of this is to ensure that the security team is really involved when it comes to developing and evolving these particular cloud patterns that you're going to deploy um, as you move forward. And how do companies know whether their cloud workloads are meeting the required compliance standards? Well, when we look at compliance standards, there's always going to be an element of people, process, and technology. So that's a real orbital view of things. But basically, when it comes to cloud, what you really need to understand is it's leveraging a shared security model. Now, this means, depending on the service that you select within the cloud, you're going to have a certain level of obligation to secure those components. When it comes to infrastructure as a service, you have to provide security across the vast majority of layers from the hypervisor up. When it comes to platform as a service, now the cloud provider is going to take more of that responsibility on board. The fact remains that you are the one who is going to suffer if you end up in the news. And you're the one who's going to suffer if you don't meet your compliance obligations. So the onus is always going to be on you to make sure you're managing and measuring your ongoing compliance status within an environment. Many companies will often expose themselves to risk of not meeting compliance standards by leveraging controls that aren't applied consistently and coherently across the environment. And there's often this lack of feedback loop between what's actually been deployed in your environment and who has access and how these security controls really applied in reality. So what we end up with is sort of a situation where you're deploying workloads as we previously talked about, hopefully in a patternized way that embeds the compliance standards in the actual deployment. But also you've got, you've got to make sure that on an ongoing basis, you know, you're really managing the new workloads and the existing workloads from a coherent holistic point of view. So what this really means is that there's a lot of different areas you're going to have to consider. Obviously, looking at vulnerabilities in your environment, um, patching, you're going to be looking at application level patching, and really understanding the application dependencies between the different components in your environment. So part of this is going to be looking at your systems at an API level, which is really links back to the technology area of compliance and really measuring from an API view what's your current exposure. We've also got people and process mixed in to that as well. So we've got to make sure that people who can access a cloud environment is really aligned to your compliance standards and that you can extend that compliance to the users as well because they're always going to be part of the equation. One way we've been helping customers do this at Unisys is via our stealth platform, which can allow you to, as I've previously talked about, bake in a lot of this security compliance into your solutions, including network access control, encryption, and transit, and also really controlling that attack surface and extending your compliance to the client devices such that you know that when it comes to compliance time, you're getting a consistent applied appliance framework across the board, and it's not just a point solution here, a point solution there. So it's really important to look at these holistic-style technologies that you can really bake into your solutions um, you know, as you deploy these cloud patterns. 
how do organizations gain visibility into cloud security vulnerabilities? If we look at the way things are evolving, we're seeing, you know, security operation teams not always 100% involved when it comes to the cloud. And this can lead to a lack of visibility into these cloud security vulnerabilities because they're essentially the owner of the security posture of that environment. You've also got other types of engineers like data scientists, AI engineers, and cloud engineers always operating the cloud and building a lot of different components. And ultimately, they aren't responsible for the security of that environment. So that's sort of where the problem's coming from. And in terms of gaining visibility into what this might look like, a lot of it's going to come back to obviously the typical security uh, elements such as heavy integration with a SIEM platform, making sure that the cloud platforms are fully integrated, whether you're using a cloud native or a you know external third-party SIEM environment to aggregate all the logs and get a clear view of that environment. Additionally, as I've keep sort of mentioning, um, you know, it's a lot about managing the cloud at an API-driven level and developing repeated automated tasks that can generate reports on any sort of configuration that might not be compliant. One big way, this is also working in the cloud environments, and it's sort of an evolving aspect, is really using guardrails and using, uh, you know, baseline configuration settings that detect a deviation from a typical cloud baseline, essentially. And then, based on the technology, you know, that you might be adopting from a cloud perspective, you can trigger automated tasks to roll back configuration that's not compliant. Now, that's a more mature approach, and organizations will likely find themselves somewhere along that uh, maturity curve. One way we've been doing this uh, from a Unis point of view and helping clients do this is with our Unis Stealth product, we have an application visibility component that will allow a level of network visibility and you can really see what's going on in your cloud environments and you can see who's accessing your cloud environments. This could reveal you know, vulnerabilities in your um, attack surface um, and the fact that many organizations are presenting an attack surface to begin with when they don't necessarily need to is another big concern. So with our Stealth Aware platform, we get a lot of visibility into these environments from a network point of view, and you can clearly see you know, the kinds of transfers and information that's flowing in that environment. You can see where the users are connecting in and plugging into that environment, and you can get a clear view across the cloud of exactly... Uh, what's going on? What's your exposure? What does your attack surface look like? What might be accessing things that it shouldn't? Where might you be exposed? And the other thing is, why are you presenting a, a vulnerability to begin with? When we talk about vulnerabilities, we might be talking about a patch, a missing patch. We might be talking about an application uh, code vulnerability. We might be talking about configuration at the cloud layer. So there's a lot of different uh, areas that a vulnerability might occur. With Unisys Stealth, one thing we've been doing is cloaking assets to not even present an attack surface to give you breathing room to basically reduce that attack surface to zero and ensure that you're not even sort of exposed to begin with. And that gives you enough time to patch these systems and plan a successful approach to really get on top of this vulnerability situation that you might have within your cloud environment. 
You mentioned a little bit about this, but our final question, how do companies reduce misconfigurations in the cloud that lead to security holes? Yeah, great question. And looking at the way the cloud is configured, the first thing when it comes to configuring a cloud is to understand what type of cloud consumption you're actually, you know, looking for. So are you looking to migrate an existing workload into the cloud? Are you building a new application from scratch? There's a lot of different scenarios when it comes to cloud. And based on that scenario, you can really plan for success when it comes to configuring things and avoiding security holes in your environment. And look, if we look at where do misconfigurations come from, it's ultimately people. People don't operate in a 100% consistent way. They might program the cloud 10 times and do it in 10 different ways. And ultimately, this is the core issue when it comes to misconfiguration. The good news is that the cloud really has been designed with this in mind. And I know I keep talking about it, but ultimately, designing automation that leverages these RESTful APIs is the way to do it. And that's a really fundamental shift in the way cloud has uh, you know, evolved the technology landscape because you know, it's, it's fully API-centric. So it was something that they really thought about from the beginning. And it's something that there's still many organizations out there aren't um, you know, yet fully embracing because it is a learning gap with teams to really move from the old world of clicking a GUI or moving things around visually to writing code, everyone suddenly becoming a programmer. And I think this is something, you know, the more you embrace, the less your risk because if everyone becomes this programmer and they do things in a repeatable way, they can ensure that when before they deploy into the cloud, their code gets reviewed, they can ensure that there's a level of peer review before things get deployed. And then once that is all solidified, it can be patternized, linked to a reference architecture. And this allows a very coherent, consistent way to deploy into these cloud environments in a modern way. One way that Unisys has also been helping with this is via our stealth platform because we believe in API-centric security. And that's an area that's now evolving is security as code. And I think that the more traction the cloud gets in modern era, you know, you're going to see more of these code style approaches where everything we just do is code. With our Unisys Stealth platform, for example, one way we do it is we make everything API driven. We we deploy our cloud agnostic security software wherever it needs to go, including the cloud. And then what we do is we work with security teams to really help them move to this code style model and make it clear that, you know, let's start working in a programmatic way, in a repeatable way, and let's do things once and then repeat it many times. And this includes not only preventing security incidents by having a consistent configuration across your cloud environment, it also includes automating cyber response. So actually looking at styles of attacks, mapping out alerts and having automated isolation events With our cell solution, for example, you can isolate endpoints or users within 11 seconds of detecting a security incident, and that's pretty powerful compared to a lot of companies out there, which, you know, it takes four hours, days, and by then, it's too late. All right, then, that was our last question. Steve Green, thanks so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. 
Thanks a lot, Stephen. Appreciate it. Cheers. To learn more about cybersecurity, be sure to visit the Unisys blogs at blogs.unisys.com. Also, subscribe to this podcast on your platform of choice so you don't miss a single episode. Thanks for listening to Security in a Zero Trust World, powered by Unisys. I'm Steve Mullen.